Colossians chapter 3, just a, a few thoughts here um, to think about this morning while we are, um, while we are uh, remembering the Lord. When we receive communion, we receive communion um, as a remembrance of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are remembering uh, the sacrifice of Christ for our lives. Um, the redemption, the price that was paid at the cross. We are remembering the Lord's resurrection, of course, and our own resurrection into new life as we come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what it's talking about here in Colossians chapter 3. It's talking about the new life that we have in the Lord because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. But in the NLT, a, a verse caught me here, and I, I think it's verse 12. I'm going to read verses 1 and 2 out of the NLT. And then I would like to read verse 12 and 13. Yeah, 12 and 13. Verses 1 and 2 says, Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. <laughs> let your mind, you know, let your mind get a hold of that today, okay? Um, I, know, I know so many believers are in this raging battle in, for their mind and, you know, what's happening in their thought life. Um, this, these verses clearly state, you know, now that you are saved, okay, now that you are in a relationship with Jesus Christ, let your mind go to the Lord. Let your mind go to the things of the Lord and all the plans and purposes of the Lord at this time. Um, we live in a world uh, of distraction that is distraction you know, on steroids um, going on around us in the culture and in the world we live in right now. Get a little, you know, get a little reality check right here from the Word of God. Paul says, now, now that you have come into a new life with Christ, let your mind go to the Lord who is at the right hand of the Father. We know that as Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, even now, he makes intercession for you. He makes intercession for me. Let your thought life be inhabited with the Lord and the Lord's purposes and the Lord's plans right now. Listen, the Lord is on the throne. The Lord is sovereign over all. And just let the word of God help you help you to keep your thought life tied to the Word of God, tied to the things of your Savior, the one that has saved you. You know, sometimes you, I don't know if it happens to you, but sometimes I just wake up in the middle of the night and I am wide awake and my mind is like going 100 miles an hour. And I, it's like I have to intentionally just take a step back and just start speaking the name of Jesus to that whole episode of whatever is happening because I'm supposed to be asleep, okay, right? So we can get up and do 
the next day that, that we are living for the Lord. And sometimes we just need to speak the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Amen. Speak Jesus to those racing thoughts and, and thoughts that are obviously not from God. Sometimes we are just bombarded with lies from the enemy to try and distract us and deceive us and, and take us down uh, the path, you know, that we just do not want to go to. Um, I want to also read here in verses 12 and 13 because it because it talks about it talks about remembering the Lord and specifically it talks about remembering that the Lord forgave you verse 12 since God chose you to be the holy people he loves you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy kindness humility gentleness and patience make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you remember and this is what i would like us to just take into our spirits this morning as we remember the sacrifice of god remember the lord forgave you so you also must forgive others Paul is teaching the believers at Kolos, you must forgive. You must forgive. As Christ forgave you, you must forgive. Okay? And that, that's just a, a, a thing that really helps us to be free. Free from old business and old offenses and old injuries and old traumatic offense um, is being able to forgive. And this morning, I would like us to zone in, not so much on forgiving others for the moment, but remember that the Lord forgave you. The Lord forgave you. We all are sinners, amen? We all were born into sin. We all were born with a need for forgiveness. And this morning, I would just say, take a hold of the Word of God this morning and remember, the Lord forgave you. And that, that reestablished your relationship with God. For sin separates us from God. Amen? It's sin that separates us from God. But when the Lord forgave us, we were able to come back into relationship with God. That's a love relationship. That's a relationship where we are, coming, we, are, we are coming under the covering of God, the protection of God, and the provision of God, and the blood of Jesus Christ, as we are gonna, about to partake in a, in a few moments in, in the communion time of the service. But remember that the Lord forgave you. And, it, and this, is a, this is a step process, okay? This scripture, every word of this scripture is important. We remember that the Lord forgave us so that we can forgive others, okay? Those two things are tied so directly to each other. It's in remembrance of the Lord's forgiveness towards us that empowers us with the Lord's power to forgive others, 
to forgive those that have offended us or traumatized us or abused us or, or any of those things. It's in the forgiveness of others that we are set free and close doors to <laughs> demonic stuff, okay? Unforgiveness in our lives is a tremendous open door for the enemy to be <laughs> running all over our mind and all over our heart and all over our lives. It's when we are able to forgive those that have harmed us that we are able to walk in freedom and walk in the liberty that Jesus died on the cross for. Really, really important. And it's really important that we always, always think about the forgiveness of the Lord towards us and our forgiveness towards others in a really healthy way, okay? We can forgive someone without enabling them or living codependently with them so their toxic behavior continues to re-injure us over and over and over again. Are you with me this morning? Okay, it's really important that we don't live in relationships of codependency with people that we know or are related to that are toxic, okay, that are still, want, you know, because of where they are in their lostness, they will just re-injure us over and over and over again. It's really important that we know that we can forgive them, but trust has to be built back, okay? Trust has to be rebuilt through track record and, you know, bridges of healthy behavior and healthy relationships. But we can forgive them, and that sets us free to walk in freedom and liberty with the Lord. But this morning, I'll just ask you to just drink in the truth of God's word and remember that the Lord forgave you. The Lord forgave you. And that set in motion a process of coming back into relationship with God and having peace with God that brings healing. It brings healing to our minds and, and to our hearts and to our relationships. It's really important that, um, that we don't have unforgiveness in our lives because it's a terrible open door for the enemy to come in and cause big trouble in our lives. And sometimes we had need to take some intentional steps to forgive those that have harmed us. But this morning, I really want you to hang with the thought, remember, the Lord has forgiven you. The Lord has forgiven you. And sometimes that's something that people really need to meditate on and pray on because their minds just keep going back thinking that they're not forgiven when they are. <laughs> Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood so that you could be forgiven, so that I could be forgiven by him. Remember that the death of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary, it was enough. It was enough. It was enough to bring forgiveness into your life from the Lord for any offense, for any sin. So just, just rest in the knowledge of that. Rest in the peace of that as we receive communion this morning, that the Lord has forgiven me. And whatever I have done, my sins, they are in the sea of 
forgetfulness, and God remembers them no more. So, <laughs> so have faith in the Lord and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Let Pray, God, help me to obey your word. Help me to, to receive that grace from you and live for you. And live for you with all of my heart and, and all, of, all of my strength to live for the Lord. You know, when we give our hearts to the Lord, this scripture this morning begins with a born-again experience. Okay? A born-again experience comes from a full surrender to Jesus Christ. I'm giving him all of my heart, all of my life. And it's at that point that the Lord does all those beautiful things. He gives, he gives joy for mourning, doesn't he? He gives beauty for ashes. He brings a touch upon our lives that heals our lives and helps us to live in peace. Man, when we were singing that worship song this morning about peace, wasn't the Spirit just speaking to your heart about peace? Because there was an anointing in that worship of the Lord's peace to come right upon our minds and upon our hearts and minister to our lives because we literally live in a world and a culture that's just raging with conflict right now. The enemy is just raging because he knows that his time is short and we are Christians living in the midst of this. But the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep you. It says in Isaiah, doesn't it? He whose mind is stayed on thee will keep thee in perfect peace. And that's our scripture from Colossians this morning, isn't it, in the New Testament? Now that you are saved, think about the Lord. Think about the things of the Lord. Think about the plans and the purposes of the Lord. And they will dispel all the anxiety and all the angst of what might happen tomorrow or what the world might be tomorrow. Listen, the Lord has you in his hand. The Lord has you in his hand. Just rest in that place. As you continue to have faith in Jesus Christ and trust the Lord, no man can take you out of the hand of the Lord. No nation, no government, no one can take you out of the hand of the Lord. You are safe in that place. A couple of scriptures that we read this morning. I'd really, really encourage you to just just pray through and, and just sit there in Colossians 1-1 for a moment this week um, and just regroup mentally. Um, just in visiting church members and people that are really up against it this week, um, I just really encourage you to... <laughs> Get, get a mental health check through the word of God and keep, you know, just acknowledge that my mind is the Lord's. And Lord, I want you to, I want to think about you and I want to think about the things of heaven. I want to think about your ways and your plans and your purposes so, th so that your truth in my mind keeps me in perfect peace. He whose mind is stayed on thee will keep thee in perfect peace. And also, the scripture for the communion service this morning. Remember, 
that the Lord forgave you. The Lord forgave you. I don't know what kind of sinner you were, but ooh, I needed the forgiveness of the Lord in a big way in my life. And that forgiveness, it took the burden off. It took the weight off my life to be free and live in the liberty that Jesus died on the cross for. So remember that the Lord forgave you. And as you meditate on that and pray that, it will, it will stir your spirit to be able to forgive others, to be able to close doors of unforgiveness in your life that need to be closed. They need to be closed so that you're not giving up any ground to the enemy. These, this is no time in history to let the enemy have real estate in your heart or in your life. These are days to be, <laughs> to be living for the Lord and to be thinking about the Lord and his purposes and his plans and to be listening for the Holy Spirit and his direction in your life so that you're being guided and directed by the Holy Spirit in your life. We, we have been created to live lives that have purpose according to God's plans. We were not created just to exist or to just drift and never, never be an influence for the gospel of Jesus Christ in the place where we live. God bless you and have a wonderful week in the Lord. Why don't we stand and we'll just pray before we go. Father, I thank you. I thank you for the gospel. I thank you for that incredible invitation to be forgiven, Lord. I thank you that we have received that invitation. We have repented of our sins, oh God. We have turned away from our sins, Lord God, and have received your forgiveness this morning. Help us, God, as we remember you and, and remember your death on the cross and your resurrection, oh God, that you forgave us, oh God, and you made a way for us to return to the family of God, to return to a relationship with God. Father, I thank you and praise you for keeping us in these days that we are living in. And Lord, I pray as the church rises up in power, oh God, in these days, Lord, that many will come to know you. Many will say yes to the gospel and to that amazing invitation for life, oh God. And Father, I pray healing and hope for all those that are just in the throes, all these cities that have uh, ICUs full of people with the virus. I pray hope and healing upon them, O oh God. Lord, I pray the gospel of Jesus Christ upon every place, Lord, that there is good news, that the only hope that there is in this world is the Lord, is his saving power, is his eternal life. So God, we give you praise this day, and we just acknowledge you in all things. And everyone says, amen. Amen. Have a wonderful week. If you need